What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you're truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we playfully explore topics from money to magic, healing to wholeness, creation, relationship, business, and more. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too wacky or weird in the quest to live as grand a life as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stauffer are the embodiment of opposites attract. And the result is true synergistic power. Partnered in love and in business, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Love, Life, and All Things Weird with your hosts, Megan Soto and Suzanne Stopper. And we're talking today about bastardization. I just wanted to say that word all by itself with nothing else because it's a good word, don't you think? <laughs> I, I think it's a made-up word, personally. But <laughs> Is that why spell check always catches it? <laughs> yes, exactly. I think uh, I think it's an access made up word, but you know you're you are stealing it. So hey, guess what? Right. You know what? Every word is made up. <laughs> <laughs> Every word was made up before it was a word. <laughs> well, I so think you made up about twenty five words at least that were not in existence and I just want you to go check them out in the dictionary now. Maybe they're there. Mm. You know, you've been making them up ever since I've known you. So I know. Probably the dictionary now is a real word. I wonder if some of them made the dictionary. Maybe that's possible. That's exciting. I'm a creator <laughs> of language. <laughs> there you go. Hey, that's just right, actually. Or no. I am a creator of language, but the thing is, is we kind of all are, right? Yeah, kind of, like, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, well, where do words come from? Somebody says it, and they go, well, I think that should be a word. Let's bring it up at the next meeting or whatever. I don't know how language happened, but I think something like that. Just sitting around yeah, the fire. bring it up in the next meeting. <laughs> <laughs> no, they put it in a book, and it gets published. And then everybody reads it and is like, I don't even know what that is, but it's in a book, so it must be a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How does this have anything to do with our show? I'm just wondering. <laughs> hey, you want You don't think I can connect it? Watch me. I want you Watch to. Me. I want you to right now. Do it. Okay. Here I go. Ready, set. So here's the thing. Is that all of the traditions that we have at the holidays, totally made up, totally made up. So we're always at choice to make up a new language, make up a new Christmas, make up a new new traditions, and like maybe not any traditions at all, but just make up what you want to do this year. You know what I'm saying? How do you like that? That's pretty good, right? I like that. That was really good. Yeah. So is, our show today... Yeah, our show yeah. today is All right. about, is about um, the possibility that the energy 
you know, I mean, you guys have felt it when you're in the store shopping and when you are in the car driving and, um, you know, even when you're at the grocery store, as the holidays start, like, winding up, there's a shit ton of energy. There's a shit ton of stuff that's going down. And it and it can be almost frantic. I think it starts really around Thanksgiving, before Thanksgiving, because of, um, you know, like the holiday. And then family, you know, comes into town. And all of a sudden, you know, everybody is in just an intense amount of energy, which can then um, go into a whole bunch of trauma and drama. And, um, and stressing, stressing out and overwhelm. Um, for me, this time of season, because I have two kids, I have a, a daughter who was born on December 14th, and then my son, Alex, who was born on November 30th. So I not only have Thanksgiving and Christmas, but I have two birthdays as well. And so for me, many, many years, there were many, many years that I felt intensely stressed and overwhelmed at this time of season. And I really wished that I would have had this show to listen to back then. So I have this great idea. Why don't you tell the Suzanne of yesteryear? Like, imagine she's listening to you right now. What would you tell her? That's a good thought. That is a good thought. What I would tell her is that um, all the the that what she really wants the most is connection and time with her loved ones, especially with her kids, right? Like she, that that all of this stuff that she was trying to create by getting the right present or by getting the exact perfect wrapping paper or whatever, whatever, was actually her trying to create connection, her trying to show her love and her trying to create time with her family. And so I would say to her, cut out the middlemen, cut out the middlemen, and just create the time. Like, don't worry about all the, it, it being perfect and having it all, like, look perfect and all that. It's actually just get everybody together. And if that means that you don't have, you know, a Thanksgiving or, like, you know, like an actual dinner, like, some fancy dinner, then cool. It doesn't actually matter because as long as you're together, it's all good. That's what I would tell her. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll, maybe you might help her clear um, her expectations, her family expectations, the energy of obligation. What about that? Should we clear that? Yeah. For, let's clear that, for, let's clear that for the people. Not, not just like, well, yeah, just for me. Just for me, just for fun, not the people, because I'm sure the people listening don't have any of that going on. Mm-mm. No. So we're just going to do it for um, <laughs> for the time-traveling Suzanne. Yes, just for me, you guys. I'm just that way. I'm just that selfish. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, so, so kind of back to 
Um, I want to say like just kind of a couple things before we go into that, which is that basically this time of year, if you look at like all the different cultures that celebrate something at this time of year, like everybody's celebrating something, right? We've got Hanukkah, we've got Christmas, we've got um, Kwanzaa, um, and there's like, I don't know, I, I remember one year looking at it, it's like 10 different cultures celebrate something at this time of year, and even like this whole Santa Claus thing was like a whole other thing that people celebrated at this time of year. Like the myth is coming not from Christianity. It just kind of got combined with Christianity, right? And so like there's a, any time that people are celebrating together, there's like a magic, there's an energy that we can tap into. Like, you know, you and I were talking about like the, the opening ceremony of the Olympics and how like I get so nostalgic and I like, cry and I feel like I'm holding hands with everybody around the world. I'm singing Kumbaya with everybody. And I think like part of that really has to do with that feeling of communion or connectedness um, of people kind of coming around, coming together to celebrate, to appreciate, to um, uh, and to like honor something, you know, to honor like the, the human spirit, if you will, you know. And so when any of that's happening on mass, then there's an energy that, that we can tap. And, you know, whether, you know, your holidays have been difficult or not difficult, we could probably, everybody could kind of point to um, a holiday or moments where they felt the magic of Christmas or the magic of whatever it is you celebrate at this time of year. And just like, I mean, during like... um one of the big things that happens during Live Your Magic, and, and I would say like what I've really been doing most of my career is helping people unscramble the, the capacities and the gifts and the magic of them. Like quit using it against them and using it for something good. And like our series over the last few weeks has been talking about this. And what I had this awareness that um, as we were talking about and setting up the show that there is like this magic, this energy at this time of year that's kind of palpable and it rises. And what if all the crap we're doing, like fighting with our families, putting obligation, oh, here, let me spend $10,000 extra just to, so I look good, giving people gifts or whatever it is that goes down at this time of year. Like, what if that is just our way of managing that uprising energy, right? And then, of course, anytime there's magic, we're going to put decisions and judgments and conclusions and all kinds of stuff on it to try to manage it, you know? And so, like, all of these expectations and these projections and all past history and what happened last year and what Sally did and what Dad did and or didn't do, you know, and like all of that tends to like kind of carry forward and it kind of gets in the way of like actually just choosing to celebrate and play in the energy that actually is here at this time of year. It's actually here at any time of year, but again, it's that sort of energy of en masse where there's lots and lots of people opening up to something, opening up to community, opening up to their families or opening up to being more generous or whatever it is, right? Like that, that can be tapped. 
And why are we constricting it with traditions we don't like or want anyway so that we look good or so we don't disappoint anybody? So one of the first things we want to do to be able to open up to that energy is to undo and uncreate and destroy all of that. So that's what I want. To, I don't even know what time it is. I've been waxing philosophical here for a minute. Um, <laughs> I don't even think I took a breath during all that. Take it away, Tech. Take it away. <laughs> oh God. Okay. So, um, so all okay. I'm going to do this for for the time traveling Suzanne and anyone else that might have any of this going on. So, I'm going to be using something called the clearing statement, which you can go to. Um, theclearingstatement.com to hear more about it. But basically, it's a way of clearing things, um, clearing the energy of things and creating space for new choice. Okay? So I do it by asking a question and then letting the energy come up and clearing it. So all of the decisions, judgments, conclusions, and computations you have about Christmas, can we uncreate and destroy it? Yes. Yes, right. Good, bad, pod, pod, online, boy, shorts, beyond. And all of the projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections you have about Christmas time and what's happened in other Christmases and what you're supposed to do in this Christmas, and I would add obligations to that, can we uncreate and destroy that? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, and pod, online, boy, shorts, beyond. And can we, can we uncreate and destroy all of our relationship to Christmas? For all lifetimes, all of our generational patterns and the family and what happens at Christmas and what we do at Christmas and we don't do at Christmas. Can we please uncreate and destroy that? Yes. <clears throat> yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts and beyond. Well, and just I would say the holidays in general. You know what I mean? Like we're saying that people, other people celebrate other things besides Christmas. So really just any of the any holiday, anything, all the decisions, judgments, conclusions, computations, and test juniors that you have of, of any holiday, um, yeah. of, the, of the whole month of December. Can we uncreate and destroy all that? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, on and shirt, boys, and beyond. Yeah, like the whole month of December, because it's really interesting. I actually attract a lot of people who don't really love the holidays and who don't celebrate, who don't celebrate anything, and they, and they don't actually like Christmas. Um, and it's very interesting because there's like such a heaviness attached to that sometimes, right, of like almost like a resistance and a reaction to it, which kind of also keeps you stuck, you know, because it's like, mm -hmm. oh, it's just about, you know, it's about like consumerism and you know expectation and so it's almost like this reaction that people have I notice um, and then they get a lot of flack from people if they don't celebrate and so then they kind of have to dig their heels in even more right so everything that is everywhere you're aligned and agreed to the season and everywhere you're reacting and rejecting refusing the season can we uncreate and destroy all that please yes Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine shirts, boys, and beyond. Mm, that's a really good that. 
Yeah, that's a really good point because if people are either like buying into the tradition or they're resisting and reacting to it, which is the same thing as staying stuck in it. Anything that we agree and align with or resist and react to um, is sticking us somewhere, right? And I would I would say that probably I have fallen in the camp of like, screw this, I'm going to do whatever I want, you know, like, screw the commercialism you know like rage against the machine and it's like yeah I'm still caught in my own thing that's not tapping any magic that's me being an idiot stick you know and so (laughs) I think that's a that's a really good point is like just resisting and reacting to it and like um, dreading it or whatever whatever you know it's not the same as going Hey, like, what if I could start all over? What if I could start brand new? And what if there's, what magic could I tap today? You know, and um, what could I create? If there, if I have no past with Christmas, if I have no past with this season, if I have no past with holidays, what could I create? What could I create today? Right? And um, just really being, to me, like really being in the moment and going, huh, what... <laughs> What energy can I receive today? What generosity can I be today? You know, and like, because I mean, really, when you look at the energy of this time of year, the part of it that I would call like uprising or positive or like magic is the energy of generosity, is the energy of um, opening up our hearts just a little bit more, right, to give and receive. Um, and so like, what if that was the focus? What if that, you know, stepping out of all of the quote unquote traditions, you know? And so like the other clearing I would do is like, um, can we uncreate and destroy your relationship to the holidays and family and what that means and everything that brings up and lets down, can we uncreate and destroy it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. Well, mm. and I'm really appreciating what um, Lori said in the chat room. She says, I think I have mass capacities with this energy. And that's why she could search so much during th- this time of year. And she asked the question, I wonder what it would take to hold the energy and own my capacity here. And I think that that's, a, that, yes, there's mass capacities with this uprising energy, but also, Lori is very empathic. And for those of us who are very empathic, it's almost like we get into the soup of the stress and the overwhelm that, you know, the general population is in um, that sometimes we fall into as well. And it, it it's crazy making. It's like there's um, there's just so much energy that and what the general population
looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic? To allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible. Live Your Magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind, ignite your body and activate the magic that is you. If you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to MeganSolito.com and click on events to learn more today. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O. This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today, and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. for a place to create, connect, and belong, where you have massive... Welcome back, everybody, to Love Life and All Things Weird. We're blowing up the lines with the energy. <laughs> All kinds of funkiness going on. So everything that this is bringing up for... The listeners and for the general population, can we uncreate and destroy all that, please? Yes, right, Rob. Yes. I'm back. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, where we have a we have a caller who's got tears rolling down her cheeks. Um, <laughs> Um, I really love what Mary said as far as like, you know, going, reaching under all the drama and consumerism and the energies of the season and pulling on the threads of joy and communion. And I think that's exactly what we're talking about with, um, with, with this energy that is actually a magical energy that if you could bottle up all that energy, alchemize it, transmute it, change it to work for you. That's a way to do that is to like, go underneath the heavy and, you know, pull on the strings of the gratitude and the appreciation and the generosity and the joy um, that you were just speaking about before all this crazy just happened. (laughs) (laughs) Do, do, do. And I actually thought Lori's um, thought was really relevant as well as like, you know, if you have awareness that you have past lives or you believe that, like how many different religions have we been? How much have we 
been, you know, agnostic or Jewish or, you know, Muslim and like whatever it is. And like, so there's conflicting energies within us at this season as well. And what if all of that is just an energy that can be tapped? What if all of that's a capacity for celebration, for magic, for communion, for like, you know, coming together and in, in any kind of relationship or there's this sort of like one of the things that I learned working with uh, Gay and Katie Hendricks is that in relationship there's, well, actually in our bodies, humans actually aren't born with very many impulses. Uh, one is the impulse, uh, one is the falling impulse and the fear of falling. Uh, one is the impulse to connect and one is the impulse to individuate. And I think that, you know, even in relationship, right, we have these impulses that to be close and then we have these impulses for space and and individuation and i think that's true of like um like bigger bigger things like community and things like that i think there's times where we go okay like i'm i want to individuate and what can i create in the world and and i think christmas time is one of those times or you know this season is one of those times where we come back into connection or we desire to come back into connection Right. And so there's this opportunity for communion. But I think we get it all buggered up with all of our, you know, conditions and our expectations. And and what if, like Mary said, we can pull those threads or tap those energies of, okay, what generosity of spirit could I be today? What can I receive from the magic of um, of the communion of the season today? And like really like open up to see what's possible and what capacities do we have individually and collectively of oneness, of communion, of raising the vibration on the planet together. You know, like even like the solstice coming at this time of year, right, is like something that the that the pagans have celebrated for thousands of years, right? It's like there's something at this time of year where we're kind of drawn to come together and be in community and be in communion. And how can we do that without the craziness of the past? Right. I love Keisha put in a clearing in here, all the crazies of Christmas past. Can we just join and create it? <laughs> you know, like get, you know, let go of that and what's available now. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think it really, you know, I mean, in the, again, in the chat room. If you're not in the chat room, you can go to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com and click the chat room button because it's super fun to come into the chat room and ask questions and talk to all the people. Um, but um, they were Keisha and Christine were talking about that it's just not fun and that they should there should be like every you know Christmas should be every three years so that there's some newness in it, you know. And and I think you know because it comes so fast. Uh, you know, every year, and then it's like, oh, we're doing this again. And again, I would, I would probably want to like push back on that because it's like, if it's not fun, then what are you choosing? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like more and more I hone into what I actually think is fun about the holiday, and then I choose that. And I think, you know, in addition to what, you know, energy you know, kind of tapping to the energy of it. It's also asking questions when you're choosing what you're doing, you know, like if you're going to go to that holiday party, is that going to actually create greater that you ask the question beforehand? Um, you know, like my family ended up doing a Thanksgiving dinner after Thanksgiving on Friday 
that was a no for me to attend. Like it just was a no. <laughs> and so, um, so I didn't choose it. Right. So I didn't tap, I didn't fall into the obligation and the shoulds and the, what was, you know, quote, what I was supposed to do. I was like, what would be fun for me? And i um, and I actually, um, chose to spend Thanksgiving with a really, really awesome friend and her family. And it's very fun to watch her family dynamics <laughs> and watch the energy fly in her family that I didn't even have to be a part of. It was actually great. <laughs> so, so what are you choosing that makes it feel so heavy? There's a lie attached there. You know, there's shoulds in there or something because Actually, that there is a possibility of of it being super fun, super um, easeful, um, like organic, spontaneous, like generous. Um, there, there's a lot of energies that are possible. So, um, what 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 is it that you actually want to feel? What energies do you actually want to receive? And ask the question, is this, you know, is me going out shopping uh, this day, is that going to create that? It's like Megan loves to shop on Christmas Eve. <laughs> crazy. There's no way that that's fun for me. It's horrible. <laughs> but she loves it. And so she goes you know out why? with the other men. Because you go out with all the other men. And you I know. And you're trying to buy a present for their wives. <laughs> It's so fun because they're all like so lame. I have to help them, you know. It's just like, no, 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 honey. Your wife is not gonna like that. You know what I mean? And it's like <laughs> I don't know why. There's like this. There's something for me. Part of it too is like not being in the whole like. Oh, I have to like be buying presents for three weeks and shopping and blah blah blah. Like. There's something that's just fun for me about going, okay, I'm going to give this whole Christmas shopping thing one day. And <laughs> one day only. And then I, it actually was, it took me like a couple years to realize it was basically me and all the husbands shopping on Christmas Eve. <laughs> so I started creating communion with the poor husbands that were out on Christmas Eve. And, yeah, um, to me, it's a total nightmare. I, I mean, for you, that's fun. For me, that's <laughs> horrible that is why i stay home and you go out see this is our point exactly it's like you've got to do what is fun for you and megan likes to just go be with all of the poor suckers who are going to get into so much trouble because they don't get the right presents for their wife <laughs> well and i i do that because it's actually fun for me Right? I yeah. don't do that. I don't, I'm not necessarily doing that. Yes, there's a part of it's like, oh, well, okay, yeah, I didn't get this. I haven't got this present and this present yet. But there is something about it that I kind of plan to do that that day because it's fun. There's this funny energy on that day that's fun for me. And so I, you know, like looking at, okay, you know, what generosity of spirit, how can I have fun with this? Right? And it's like, and and I think also, you know, it's like really owning our choices around it. I mean, because any choice that you're making based on obligation, based on tradition, based on like, oh, well, I can't say no to my mom, like that's going to feel like crap. 
right? Like, so like really looking at, hey, what's actually true for us? And like just telling the truth about it. It's like, you know what? You know, this particular family party is a no for me. I'm willing to do this, but not this, you know? And like, I think, I think it actually exacerbates all the places that we tend to sell out with our families and friends. And like, it just kind of puts a magnifier on it. And so what if we could just be really honest about what's true for us, you know, or at least move in that direction, own a few more of our choices, right? Around that time of the year. Yes. Yes. Um, And I would say like, it does go back to expectation, your own expectation of you and what you're, you know, I mean, I used to like do neighbor gifts and do crafts for Christmas and, do baked goods and all this stuff, you know, because I was like this, I wanted to, to be this thing, or I wanted to show up as, as this, like, you know, generous, you know, homemaker in a way. And it was, it was actually just a a persona, a role that I was playing. It didn't really bring me a lot of deep joy or happiness. So I just stopped doing it. Yeah, I mean, like, there's all these images in our media, in our society, especially for women, I think, especially for women. I mean, there's a reason why the men are, you know, at the store on Christmas Eve, because they kind of get a pass, you know? It's like women that put a lot of expectation on themselves is like the family stuff, you know, and the traditions and all of that. Um, so, you know, what what if all of that wasn't actually you? And what if you could actually let that go? Um, like, I, at this point, it doesn't even matter if people give me gifts. Like, I thank them for that. But I don't have this obligation to give something back. That's another thing I see a lot of people do. It's like, if you receive a gift from a neighbor or from someone, then you're, like, feeling like, oh, my gosh, I have to give them something back. Well, that's not the point of Christmas. I mean, it's really not. Um, and so can you just receive, can you receive that gift and not feel the obligation to give something back? So all the ways, all the little ways and big ways in which you've been selling out and not actually owning your truth around the holidays, can we uncreate and destroy all that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all night, trick, poison, beyond. And everywhere that you haven't been choosing for you uh, because of, your own judgments about that and other people's judgments about that. Can we uncreate and destroy all that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all night, trip, boys, and beyond. And everywhere that you've been playing a role and that that role might not even be your own and that role might have been even adopted or biomimetic mimicked from your, your own mother, can we uncreate and destroy all that, please? Yes, please. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all night, trip, boys, and beyond. And everywhere that you're that you are operating based on obligation or loyalty to your family, to your family's traditions, to your family's get-togethers, to your family's dynamics, can we uncreate and destroy all that? Yes. <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad. Pop, pop, And I would say, you know, we all just want Christine's pie, so we're just going to show up in Christine's house in Toronto on Christmas Day for <laughs> pie. So she takes great joy in make, baking pie. We were just there for Live Your Magic a couple months ago, and OMG, was it amazing. All of the treats and 
pastries and things she made for us. But you could tell she loved it, that it brought – she put love into it and brought her joy, right? Um, It's very rare when me baking a pie is going to give me joy, you know? She says, bring it, bitches. (laughs) 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 Watch out. You're going to lay that down, Mistress Christine. Yeah, yeah. We're going to pick up what you're laying down. Yeah, we are. Yes. So I wanted to ask the question that um, Kirsten has in the chat room, because I think this is really relevant. So she says, my family rotates sibling names for Christmas gifts, so we only buy for one sibling. What if you have a sibling you are not connected with this year, but you're obligated to get this gift? What do I do? I'd be singled out. What would you say to Kirsten? Megan? Mm -hmm. Um, what I would say is, is like, like, first of all, like, uh, can you uncreate and destroy your relationship with that sibling? So let's clear the energy you have with that sibling, first of all, because there's a, there's an energy, what I pick up in that is an energy of resistance, right? So it's like, there's this, I, you're going swinging back from, okay, I should, and then this resistance based on this sort of space or gap or distance you have in the relationship. So everywhere you are agreeing and aligning with that sibling or resisting and reacting to them, can you uncreate and destroy it? Yes. Yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot. Thanks for yesing it. You can you can channel here. <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot. Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all name, boys, shorts and beyond. In all of the projections, expectations, separations, judgments and rejections you have of this sibling can we uncreate and destroy that? Yes. Yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds, and all the decisions, judgments, conclusions, and computations you have with a sibling. Can we uncreate and destroy that? Yes. Yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds. Can you uncreate and destroy your entire relationship with a sibling? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds. So, and what we mean when we say that is not like dismantling the relationship. It's just letting go of all the stability points, connecting points, all the things you thought you were to each other because one of the biggest problems with relationship is it's almost always based in the past instead of what could we be now and what could we choose now and what, you know, what what could be possible. And as you clear the energy of the resistance and also like I have to or I should, it's like if you are being the generosity of spirit, what contribution could you be to the sibling? So I'm going to ask that again. If you were being generosity of spirit, what contribution could you be to that sibling? So maybe it's writing them a letter. Maybe it's maybe it's a gift, but a different kind of a gift. Maybe it's just like, oh, wow, that's just like a no for me, but I'm going to have a conversation about it. But like if you are not resisting and reacting or agreeing and aligning, and you were just being the generosity of spirit, what could you contribute? And I don't know what that is, but I feel like that question will take you where you need to go. Do you kind of, do you get what I'm saying with that, hon? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, And I think, you know, nobody else has any family dynamics going on that's listening or that will listen in the future. So you shouldn't do this yourself. You shouldn't 
um, great and destroy your relationship with your family members or your parents or grandma and grandpa or Aunt Lucy. Like, you shouldn't do that because, you know, then things could be lighter, <laughs> things could be more clear, and things could feel like that you actually have a choice, you know, that you actually can be in question. Because, you know, my sense with this, you know, and also knowing her as I do, that um, that there's a lot of love there. There's a lot of, like, pain there. There's a lot of um, withholding there. There's a lot of walls there. But there also is a lot of love there. And so can you uncreate and destroy all of that and get into this place of generosity and to this place of, like, giving yourself the benefit of the doubt, her or the other, your sibling the benefit of the doubt, and saying, okay, from this place, from this place, what would I choose? From this place, what's possible? And see, you know, is there is there a letter? I mean, one, one year... I actually um, wrote a letter to my sister and and gave her a book and apologized for all the judgments that I had had of her. And that was my present to her at Christmas. And it made me cry writing it, and it made her cry reading it, and it changed our relationship. So what's possible that you haven't thought of with regards to your family? Consider that as we go on break. You're listening to Love Life and All Things Weird, and we'll be back. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic? To allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible. Live Your Magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind, ignite your body, and activate the magic that is you. If you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O. This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody, to Love Life and All Things Weird. We're getting into it around the holidays with your family <laughs> and all those dynamics. And can we uncreate and destroy all the relationships to all our family members so that there can be something else possible this season? Anything that doesn't allow for that, can we uncreate and destroy it? Yes. 
Yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, all my choice, boys, and yes. Um, Lori in the chat room had a great question. Um, she asked if we could do something to open up the magic of what's possible. Um, and I was thinking about, um, like, you and I have created an awesome program. It was a, initially created as kind of a follow-up for Live Your Magic people so that they could actually, like, practice being and living in the magic every single day. But we decided to do it from December 1st to December 21st in part to actually play with and open up to the magic and the energy that's available at this time of year. And so, like, every day you're going to get an, a magical infusion or an experiment in magic to kind of play with and cultivate the energy of magic. And so we're doing that, and we're going to put um, – is there – I'm going to put a link in the chat room, but is there – do you know the name of the link offhand? Oh, you just put it in. You are so fast. Damn it. So if they go to the if, – if people go that are listening that are not in the chat room, if they go to theweirdacademy.com, can they learn about it? Sure. Mm-hmm. Just go okay. to theweirdacademy.com, and you can click on the Alchemy is Magic. It says Learn More. You can click on that and get information about it. Um, you can also go to – um, our Facebook pages because we will be um, posting the link for Alchemy of Magic. It starts December first, and it like like I said, it's um, 21 days of of everyday magic. And if you're listening to the replay, you just scroll down and click on the link in the on the replay page. Um, so, but we're so excited. We've been we started doing the experiment. Um, and the infusions in Costa Rica using the incredible magic of the land. So we have like four experiments um, in Costa Rica that are in there. We have um, all kinds of different, uh, we're, we're um, doing an experiment around the moon and bringing moon energy. Um, how do you create magic with food? Um, like how do you create magic with money. your body? How do you, with money? So it really is about everyday magic, and it's about um, juicing your everyday. So a lot of the experiments and infusions are, are really typical things that you're going to run into, like going to the grocery store. How can you make going to the grocery store a magical experience? So it's 21 days. Um, starts Friday. We have three Zoom calls that are included in the program that are 75 minutes long, and so we all get together on Zoom and talk about, you know, the practicality. Like, how do you actually choose magic on the daily? So um, it's, it, I'm super excited about it. I've been working on the, the product part of it because it's housed in our online platform. And it's been so fun to play in this energy, um, even in the creation of it. It's made me so, so happy. So I'm super excited. If you have any questions about it, you can PM us um, on Facebook or email us. All the information is on, um, on the page on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Also, if, you, if you're following the after conversation, we have a Facebook page that's connected to the show. It's called, um, what? It, oh, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. I'm posting that link in that 
page right now. And if you're not on that page, just ask to join. It's an open page. And we um, oftentimes post the tools that we give on the show or uh, extra questions, tools, or clearings on that page as well. So you might want to follow us there um, if you aren't already. Options, people. If you need a little support, a little inspiration, a little infusion of energy for for the month of December. Um, we really did do it on purpose, and it and it's not going to take a lot of time. That's the other thing. These experiments and infusions, most of them are just a few minutes, and so it it really is about creating an amazing energy for the day, um, and keeping you in that energy um, every day, and seeing what is possible when you make magic the priority instead of drama and trauma. (laughs) What would be possible then? (laughs) And what if we did um, a little meditation slash infusion right now for the people? Mm -hmm. Let's do it. What do you think about that? I love it. (laughs) Okay. So, um, hmm, hmm. So what I'd like everybody to do that's listening now or in the future is to um, put your feet somewhere where you can kind of sense or feel the earth. So like if your feet are up, like just place them flat on the chair you're sitting on or the floor you're sitting on, but just kind of place your feet flat and actually... um, Take a couple of deep breaths in, and as you breathe in, imagine that you're breathing energy up from the earth, through your feet, through your whole body, out your fingertips, out the top of your head, almost like you could shine bright like a diamond. What's that? Is it Rihanna that sings that? Shine bright like a diamond. (laughs) You know how I love that song. (laughs) So imagine that you can pull that energy up, and like radiate out of every cell of your body. And imagine that you could ask all the energy that you've stifled, all the magic that you've stifled at any time of year, (laughs) but specifically also this time of year, that you could actually uncreate and destroy that and have available to you any and all magic that you have thrown a blanket on of projection, expectation, conclusion, tradition, obligation, imagine taking all of that energy off so that you can actually feel it like brand new energy, like brand new possibility, like like all the lights that we see at this time of year, imagine that... Um, you could see these lights popping open like um, like a Christmas tree that's just being lit up for the first time. Like imagine all of the energy that's had suppression on it, depression on it, pain on it, that you could uncreate and destroy it and turn the lights back on. Turn the lights back on of this season. Turn the lights back on of your magic. Turn the lights back on. Hmm. 
and what's available now and what new possibilities what spirit of generosity can you be what energy of receiving can you be what energy of gratitude can you be what energy of appreciation and what energy of magic what energy space and consciousness can you and your body be to be the capacities of magic of this of the magic of this season you truly can be and everything that doesn't allow that can we uncreate and destroy that yeah, yeah right wrong good bad panapaka online boy short and beyond and what if what if you could generate at this time of year what if you could actually create more than goes out and all of your past reference points to spending more than comes in at this time of year can we uncreate and destroy that yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, pun, pock, all name, boy, short, and beyond. Anything that doesn't allow you to generate more through your generosity, through your receiving, through your appreciation, anything that doesn't allow you to generate more, can we uncreate and destroy that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, pun, pock, all name, boy, short, and beyond. Generate more love, more joy, more resources, more financial flow, more connection, more joy, more magic. Turn on the light, turn on the light, turn on the light, turn on the light. And now imagine that you could send those lights into the future of the entire season, all the way through December. And and don't stop there, throw it in the next year while we're here. Like I'm thinking about the the streets we drive down at this time of year, right? That are like all these lights and you can see them forever and it's like keeps going and going and going. So put those lights in front of you. Those lights of possibilities, lights of magic, those lights of different choice points of creation and generosity. And what if you could make generosity your priority this season? What if you could make generating and generosity the priority? And everywhere that you're, where have you made so vital, valuable, and real about the priority of limitation at this time of year? Can we uncreate and destroy that? Right, wrong, good, bad. Pot, pot, call night, boy, shorts, and beyond. All right, everybody. We are coming to a close. Hmm. So stay tuned for next week. We're going to talk um, more. We're going to have a special guest next week. So join us next Wednesday and have an amazing week, you guys. Bye for now. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time. 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Be sure to tune in for more tips and tools on how to claim your marvelous, magical life.